You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime. Hooray. God, it's been a long time since I've said that. We put the overtime on hold. It's thought out so that we could have a little break. Maybe you could kind of rejuvenate your question asking uh, abilities. I don't know if that's an ability. Whatever. I don't know how effective that's going to be on this level. It might be. It might be. The overtime, if you're new to this whole thing, is the the podcast. It used to be a segment, then we broke it off into its own podcast where you can ask us anything. It might be K-State related, but honestly, I don't want K-State related. I want to know what our favorite kind of pie is. How's the pie here? Not good. I'll take all you got. Screw it. Throw it in a bowl with some bourbon and bring me a ladle. Mm-hmm. I want to discuss the fact that Daphne, my four-year-old standard poodle, just farted right before we started. Smells like cookies. Then Zach couldn't smell it because he had COVID. He's my, my smell is still not completely back. Almost three months later, mm. and I'm too far away. Very oh, sad. And it was it was a well executed sneak attack. We're sponsored by the fridge. Sneak attack the fridge. Give me a beer and a shot of whiskey. My uh, infusion is is going quite well. I bought four handles of Tito's, and I'm infusing them with black and blueberries. A little black and blue vodka coming up. Out of the Infusion Center, the Dog Room Bar, which is right around the corner from the studio now. Gills, you've been into the bar, haven't you? Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I've never drinking. Well, no, we don't do much of that. i got to put oh, down some new flooring in there. <laughs> well, know, we can. I don't think I've ever actually drank in the Dog Room either. <clears throat> I, frankly, I rarely do. I rarely do. I, I don't drink at home a ton, but and if I do, it's upstairs typically. Instead of sitting in an empty bar by myself. That's just sad. Why? 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 Speaking of sad, how are our questions this week? Are we going to have some fun with this? It's a good start to the overtime season. You know, I got to make sure that I'm I'm up to the task because finding the right sound effects and and movie clips is you, know, you kind of got to build up to it. But then you get in a rut and start using the same one every time. Because you suck. Just got to invest some time to find some more BoJack. You know, get build up that, that reservoir of smart-ass sound clips that we need for this. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. Let's get going. Go, Gills. Go. First question of the overtime Woo! is from Ohio Power Cat. A year after Tiger King, what are you watching on Netflix? Does Tiger King feel like it was more than a year ago? Like it, it took place in like the 90s? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was so long ago because I remember stopping at a roadside. Well, it was, I think it was Paul's Valley, you know, close to where Winnie Wood is. We stopped there in the zoo from down the road, probably the Tiger King Zoo, whatever it's called. 
Uh, they had baby ligers there that you could pay to play with. So I feel like it's been just this long since then. That was like 10 years ago or something. It's was like weird. The whole thing's weird. It does seem like so long ago. But Carol Baskin's still a bitch. But uh, other than that, I mean, it feels a long time ago. What am I watching on Netflix? I'm actually running out of things on Netflix. You know, Zach used to joke that I've watched everything on Netflix. Yeah. I think it's happening. I figured. It's really happening. I'm, I'm finding uh, other things to watch. I don't know. Season three of Drive to Survive came out, so I'm watching that right now. That's that is good. the one, one show I'm watching, Formula One. I've just finished up Brockmire, all four seasons on uh, Hulu. Um, if you don't know what Brockmire is, it's a, it's a baseball announcer who goes off on the air and ruins his career and then has to recover his career. You can stick me in a long Italian boot because that ball is gondola. The first three seasons are very good. The fourth season jumped the shark quite a bit, but still some funny things. I haven't laughed that hard at a show in a long time. Completely inappropriate, so... You're not a big TV guy, Gills. We get these questions like, oh, I don't know. I read read my Bible every night. After drinking. After drinking. (laughs) I don't watch much Netflix, though. I'm more of a family guy guy, which is on Hulu. Yeah. So you're one of those Netflix or streaming service watchers that has their one show that they've watched over and over again. Mm, No, I've actually, start to finish, I've never seen all of Family Guy. I just recently got into it like a year ago, so... Good, good. I need singles. I mean, I usually watch like YouTube or you know highlights of sports and stuff like that. I don't, I don't get into the whole show thing. If I had a one bit of advice to offer someone who enjoys streaming shows, it would be to subscribe to Epics. They have the best streaming shows. Like I'm, I'm into season two of Pennyworth, which is the backstory of Batman's butler, Alfred Pennyworth. He's in England. 1960s but it exists in the same fake reality of gotham city and old london and you know but it, it's really good the the godfather of harlem is coming back for season two really enjoyable next question from a went 25 if you could have one streaming subscription what would it be and why i.e youtube tv hbo max netflix Pe- peacock paramount plus Disney plus etc and i will say that the only one if you, you only are have only one. a 24-7 VIP, you've got Paramount Plus, right? Yeah. There you go. So you don't even really – that wouldn't count. Yeah. I mean, that's like a free one. I mean, you're not paying for it. You're paying for your VIP. If you're a full-price VIP subscriber and you had a small window to extend. I feel like YouTube TV shouldn't count, but that's the one I'm picking because it's cable. Right, right. That See, for me, you've got to parse it out from – Yeah. The glorified cable service like YouTube TV or like, Sling. Or, if I can get ESPN, I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's set that aside. Let's just pick a pure streaming network okay. that provides its own programming um, and understand that you do have a base to get your cable channels. What would you pick? Ooh. I mean, if I had to pick one, only one for all time, probably Netflix. Because I think that the original content's good, and they'll get enough licensed content that will make up for you know whatever else you want. But HBO Max would probably be my like quick choice right now. I want to sit on HBO Max and just watch everything. We're gonna have to get HBO Max. We're, we don't have it currently. 
we're, we're going to have to figure out what to give up because we're it's getting ridiculous how many streaming services we have. Gills, would you pick one? I would pick ESPN Plus and not for streaming games, but they have some really cool specials on there. So that's hmm. kind of a out of the just want to watch all 30, 30 for 30. Yeah, I mean, really over and over. Interesting. I'd, I'd probably stick with Amazon because they they don't have as much original programming, but there's a lot of stuff in there. And I feel like they've done a better job with their original programming. I think their user interface is awful. Hmm. I, forg- I forget about Amazon Prime just because of how awful their app is. Wow. Wow, that's full of hate, man. Yeah. And I pay for Amazon Prime, so I get the service. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text my friend Jeff Bezos and tell him. Hopefully, oh, your friend's not listening your friends in right with, now. Are you friends with Jeff? Oh, that's right. He quit. He's no longer in charge of Amazon. He's quitting. Quitting? I think. Yeah. We met up at the meetings for bald guys. Is that the proper nomenclature? Ah. Yeah, we have a club. We don't, we're not supposed to talk about it, though. Um, Hair club? I, I, you enjoy Hulu more than I do. I've been really... Di- Actually, what's funny is I, I don't even watch Hulu that much either. I've been really disappointed in that. I, That's the one that everyone raves about, and, and I'm like, I've watched a couple things on there. Right. There's a few shows on there that are good. But that's about it. I mean, I, I need to go back and, and start. Becky and I are kind of saving The Handmaiden's Tale because it seems like something we'd enjoy. But I've tried to watch other original programming on there and haven't enjoyed it. Now, I think there's some things like Brockmire, which is yeah. something they purchased from, what, IFC, something I don't even know. Letter Kenny, another Canadian right. show. You know, just stuff like that. I enjoyed, like- I enjoyed the Firefest documentary on Hulu, but I thought the Netflix one was better. I, I feel like now that everyone... Uh, it started to stream, and the programming's in demand. All Netflix has become is poorly dubbed German or Norwegian shows. Or Brazilian shows. Yes. Yeah. Poorly dubbed. I think my next career will be as a voice actor because you don't have to be good. There's a lot of work right now. And even in this voice, I could play a 12-year-old boy. The the voices never match the bodies at all. At I mean, even if they nail the dubbing perfectly, where you can't tell their lips aren't matching what they're saying, the voices never match the bodies. See, the, I actually thought that three percent the Portuguese. Oh, it's in Portuguese, but it's from Brazil. I thought that show was decently dubbed because they were believable. Also, I think the the main character. I think she did her own English dubs. Oh, see that which, helps. which is nice. But the way I get around it is I just I make sure I turn the subtitles on and I just read the subtitles while they're talking so you're not looking at their lips. That's see, that's too much work for me. Ah. But also they don't both of them are translated differently. The dubs are different from the Isn't that weird? Yeah, I guess the subtitles are like more direct translation and the dubs are just timing translations, yeah. I guess, to make everything fit together. So we've got a vote for Netflix, a vote for Amazon, a vote for ESPN Plus. Wow. I've been, I have been impressed with Paramount Plus. I mean, I watch a lot of stuff. I'm a Star Trek guy, so I enjoy that. Yeah. But plus, I think CBS is doing the best over the air programming right now, by far. They're now beginning to program shows on CBS that feel like streaming shows. Now, Evil is one of the best shows on TV, but they're doing 10 episode seasons like a streaming service. And, and Clarice has now premiered, and it is. It's incredible. It's unlike anything else on network TV. And I think it's going to be a short season thing, too. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did you get very far? Tell me more. 
This is a deep dive into the untold personal story of FBI agent Clarice Starling as she returns to the field in 1993, one year after the events of The Silence of the Lambs. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched an over-the-air television show. I do watch Temptation Island on USA Network, though. That is trash TV. I got Riley into it. I'm so happy. He loves The Bachelor. And I'm like, try this. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I feel like the networks are finally waking up and realizing we better start doing a better job programming. So that really got too deep. Let's move on. I have a stupid question that Zach could probably answer. Are you fits? Oh, yeah. What uh, what percentage of shows are on multiple like apps? Probably less than ten percent. So yeah. like it's exclusive for one app what? for the most part. Like Peacock, Peacock's like an NBC sh- you know thing. But at one time, NBC and Hulu were together. Like Hulu is a conglomeration of everything except I think CBS. I think CBS was the only network that was not part of Hulu. Yeah, they were doing ABC, CBS NBC, and Fox all put their shows on Hulu. I don't know what the split is now with you know Disney Plus and and all of that, but I think there's you know a slight overlap there. But for the most part, you do an exclusive contract. One of the things I appreciate is when sometimes when Amazon has a show, it'll give you viewing options, and they'll actually say, "Hey, you can get this on Hulu or something else." It's been it's interesting. I've run across that a couple times. <clears throat> the TV or the uh, TV or movies everywhere app is good too. That you can well, I guess that's that's for stuff you buy. So if you buy something on Amazon or you buy it on a- Apple, you can put it all into one app and it'll just merge your library together. No, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of funny now. I got spoiled by not having ads, and I still love it. That's what the biggest thing I love about the Paramount Plus app is being able to sit down and watch, you know, FBI or one of my shows on CBS and just be done in forty five minutes and never have to fast forward. I love it. I just absolutely love it. But now I'm finding good programming on other networks like Brockmeyer had ads put in. So to watch the ads, I'm like I'm getting more tolerant of that again. I've decided sometimes the covered wagon's better than the car. Huh. Next question from King Jim seventy seven. What's your surefire cure for hiccups? Asking for a friend. I have none. No. I've tried oh, holding my breath. I've got this. So you plug your nose and you plug your ears. Like this, I'm showing it to Fitz and Gills. Well, that's just weird looking. Your thumbs in your ears, your pinkies cover your nose. That kind of looks like the world's worst gang sign. What'd you say? Okay. And then you want to swallow. So either drink something before, drink something before you do it, you know, plug your ears and your nose and then swallow. And that gets rid of the hiccups for me. All I heard was you gotta swallow. You gotta swallow. That's key. Because I have no self control and I hate myself. I don't have any any tips. I've I'm never sorry, had King Jim. Hold my breath. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, that's what I do. I feel like you're just like like suffocating and choking yourself almost. But it's basically what you do. You you fool yourself into not thinking about the hiccups anymore, and you're. Hmm. But they get rid of them. It's not about not thinking about them. Like they're gone. They go away. So whatever you're doing re- relaxes your diaphragm that's in spasm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Something ear, nose, and throat related. I find a good way uh, to get rid of the hiccups. You know, someone I'm hanging out with, someone they got the hiccups, a good way to get rid of them is to make them leave. Get away from me. Then I don't have to be worried about it anymore. <laughs> Just remember that, guys. You got to go, man. You got. I'm sorry. You got the hiccups? You've had it for like five minutes? You got to go. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from Jen Cat. Is GPC going to start a post-hard chart? No. Ooh. It's too much work. Yeah, yeah. Some of you guys do post very hard. 
and very good questions, but we're not going to keep track. You know who you are. Now, see, I'm going to I'm going to take this exact same way my buddy Jay Hyder takes the play hard chart. <sighs> took my I was about to say that. It, it's a baseline expectation. You step on the court, you play hard. You step into Wabash, you post hard. <laughs> you post friendly. It's like driving in Texas. You drive friendly, you just do it at 95 miles an hour. That's what I'm to say. That's that's kind of it. You, yeah, you show up to the boards. We need you to perform. None of this turnovers. You value your possessions. Every time you post is a possession. Be better, folks. Just really strive. Focus on your own game. And everyone around you will raise their game, too. Who'd be winning right now? I'd have to go Kaned from my time Kanad's and go been Powercat. in the zone. Kaned's been like prolific. Yeah, but if you post too long yeah. for me to read on a podcast. Yeah, he does get long. He's got a lot going on in that head. Hard to put it into concise thoughts sometimes. We got some You're pro saying. Bruce Weber guys that are posting hard. I tell you what. Well, just because you went on the play hard chart doesn't mean it's a good thing. Doesn't mean you win the game. Uh, if, if Bruce does retire, he could start up a church because I think I found some guys that'll go worship him. Those are the dumbest words I've ever heard. Yeah. Next question from Awint25. What is the one bucket list sporting event that you want to attend in your lifetime, i.e. the World Cup final, Olympic opening ceremony, NBA finals game seven, or the Super Bowl, etc.? I think it's the Masters for me. Exclusive. It's golf. It's expensive. If I had to pick one of those, it'd be that. I'm not going to the Olympic opening ceremony. Don't get me wrong. It'd be cool to say you went to one. But when you watch them on TV, they're three hours long. They are boring. It's a bunch of people walking into the stadium with their flag and as a country. And then you have some weird little performances. Like I can go to a Broadway show and get a better performance than the Olympic opening ceremony. But... Calling that a sporting event's kind of weird. I'd love to go to the Olympics, you know, go watch an event, but no, that's the Masters for me. We talked about this at Tanner's, how the NCAA, the championship games, you can't see anything right. when you're in those nosebleeds. So I would, and I'm a person that likes to watch on TV and get a nice feel for the broadcast and stuff like that. So I might pick the NBA Finals. I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I'd much rather watch the Super Bowl or the national title game on on TV. So I think the NBA, you know, the NBA playoffs are fun. I enjoy them, so I might go with that. So my life is filled with things I'll never do. Like I've got a whole bar of restaurant concepts I'll never do. And one of my book concepts is like 15 Saturdays where you spend the entire football season going to a game every weekend. So kind of like your your own college game day. You go to every big game, every big stadium, and write about it. I don't think anyone would really want to read it, but that'd be kind of what I'd like to do. Is that's one of the downfalls. What we do is really cool. I mean, it is. But Zach, we go to K State games, and you've been very fortunate as a Formula One guy to have the race in Austin, Texas, fall on open weekends. I mean, really lucky with that. Or just fly down the morning of. Right. Yeah. Um, but even things like just going to the NASCAR event in Kansas City, usually I can't do it. Even And right. even in the one in May, 
Is that the... There's one coming up. I think it's going to be called the Bushy McBush Race. Yes, which is brilliant. My wife didn't get it, but that's okay. That's all right. That's not her thing. But the Bushy McBush Race. Uh, no, it's a Bushy McBush Face Race, isn't it? No, it's just Bushy McBush Race. It's uh, it's it's based on Bodie McBoat Face. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bushy McBush Race. But yeah, I, so I, I mean, I'd love to go to a game at Michigan. Love to go to a game at Tennessee. I, you know, I... I'd love to see a bunch of these places, Alabama certainly, that I've never seen before. Um, that would be fun. That also is an idea I had for original programming for 24-7, but they don't want to do that. You get an eclectic group of people, and they travel to all the top games, and they don't actually go to the games. They just go tailgate and drink and eat and absorb the college town life. So like the real world with a party bus. Okay. That's, that's all I got to say about that. But now, I, you know, Gills, I'm with you. If the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, at best I want to be in the city, but I'd rather have the experience of watching the game. And, you know, it's not like eh. when Kansas State played Kansas in the 1988 regional final in Pontiac, Michigan. Somehow, some way, I scored front row seats. Well, was Carol Adolph, former ticket director, wanted to put students down low, which you know never would happen now. And she hooked up. I was the next student, um, but she hooked up a bunch of young people with front row seats right across from the K State bench. So that was incredible. Even though K State lost, I don't want to talk about it. But I mean, that if you're going to do something, that's the way to do it. I mean, if I had the money to go say, hey, I want to go to the Super Bowl and I want to be in the first five rows, I mean, that's a different experience than what we could afford and we're in the last five rows. Like I went to the World Series game. Um, you know, that's literally something that I wouldn't normally have done. I went to a World Series game. Uh, it was in the, the Giants season when they lost. And, and I was literally, it was a free ticket. I got it through former employer and it was literally the last row of the stadium. Yeah, I did standing room only for game one in 2015. So the, I don't even know, uh, the inside the park home run mm -hmm. leadoff came right to us. Had no clue what Johannes Cespedes was doing in front of us because the wall was in the way. And we just see Escobar just trotting the bases like, he's going to score, <laughs> you know, just whatever. But I'm, you know, it doesn't matter what the event is. I want to be in the stadium. So if it's standing room only for World Series, I'll do it. I'll stand for however long that game went. I don't think we made it home until like three in the morning. You know, it was like a four or five hour game. You know, I'll do that. I went to Kobe's second to last game, his last road game down in Oklahoma City. Sat row Q, row R. I don't know what the upper deck is like at, at Chesapeake Energy Arena, but, but you know, I wanted to go see it. You know, the ticket was a hundred bucks. At the time, I'm like, you know, you're never going to see Kobe play again because he literally has two games left. You know, so I'll do that. But yeah, I'm an in-person experience. It doesn't really matter what the event is, I guess. You know, if it's something I want to see, I'll pay the money to go, even if it's, you know, just a, a ticket to say you got in the this building. This is the checkers. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't realize I was. I was loud. I was plugged in here. Man, old people with technology. <laughs> it's the truth, man. But yeah, for the most part, I rather I'm kind of with gills. Just watch on TV. The humans will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The ads are done. Speak humans. Next question is from Contra Cat. Where does the Tiger Wreck rank among sports tragedies? I don't know, man. I think it's yet to be determined. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't die. But we don't really know if he can even walk, you know? I mean, he probably can't right now just based on the surgery and the recovery. But if he can walk again, you know, that's that's the next step, I guess, let alone play golf. You know, it's terrible if he never plays again. But let's remember, you know, he was already towards the end of his career anyway, or at least being competitive. I mean, yes, he'd still be competitive. But, you know, the time was running out for him to beat Jack. I think now it's all but certain that time has run out on him to beat jack's record for majors so yeah it's frustrating and sad but at the same time he didn't die at least he didn't right. die so you know when, when you think of sports tra- tragedies you think of kobe you know you think of stuff like that where, even though kobe's retired it was a horrible thing. right I, you know and i go back further i think of roberto clemente a guy in his yeah. prime might have been one of the greatest players of all time but dies in a plane crash i mean you're dono ventura you know, I, I'd, I'd put him above what happened to Tiger. Right. You know, people that died, not only in their playing time, but even after, you know, at least, you know, at least Tiger hopefully can, you know, commentate on golf. Right. You know, who knows, you know, what his role is going to be in golf, but at least he's alive and hopefully is going to end up being okay. I agree. Nothing, nothing matches up to Leonard Skinner, though. In my lifetime, I'd, I'd say Kobe was the biggest sports tragedy that I remember. But you've got, I mean, all these teams with plane crashes with, you know, Marshall and Oklahoma State and all those guys. So I don't know how much of an impact that had for you, Fitz. I don't know if you were alive. Are you that old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember that. Wichita State and Marshall. And mm-hmm. uh, that, that was I mean, all in the same time frame. It's just, yeah. I mean, the Oklahoma State ones happened. Yeah. There were, I mean, there were two within 10 years. So yeah. weird. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm actually surprised you don't have more of that. Now, as, ba- as bad as the Kobe thing was, I mean, they just shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have been in that position. It was one of those situations where someone made the wrong call. You know, like, oh, I'm I'm not that drunk. I can drive. And it was a it was wrong decision. You shouldn't have been flying a helicopter 
and fog. I, I don't trust helicopter and clear skies. They crash a lot. They're not meant to fly. I mean, that's what, um, you know, back to music. Was it Troy Gentry from Montgomery Gentry? Hopped on a helicopter to get someone fast, somewhere fast, leaving a music festival, and down it went. I just, just no. So, yeah, I, I think there's, it doesn't rank for me, to be honest. He had a car wreck. And as far as we know, it was just a single car wreck. If Kobe had survived and his daughter had died, that would still exceed it for me. That's losing Kobe's awful, but the fact that his daughter died, the young people died. I mean, she was going to be a prodigy at UConn. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that the life ends that early is just, it's yeah. horrific. Kobe had his time. I don't mean that to sound harsh, but it, Tiger's had his time, and now you're right, Zach. He gets to, he gets to live on. And even if he's not the same physical presence, he's present. Yeah. It's like, it's like Nicky Lauda for Formula One. He's dead now, but, you know, after his major crash, you know, 40 years ago or 30 years ago, well, you know, whatever it was, but, you know, he was okay. You know, I think he did go back on to race, but, you know, it was his, more his presence in the paddock that, that meant more. But, you know, he was, you know, by, by you know, the, the, the recent years, I guess, that he was in the paddock, you know, he was well beyond what he could have driven. But that's kind of the way I look at it with Tiger. Another question from Contra Cat. What major golf tournament would you participate in? What golf course in Kansas do you want to play that you haven't? I combine these questions because they're basically only for me, Contra Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd probably go the Masters would be my first choice of tournament. But my second choice would be like playing the PGA Championship if it's at a cool course like Southern Hills in Tulsa or Bethpage Black um, you know, those, those are probably the two main courses I'd want to play if it was part of like the PGA championship. Don't really have any interest in the open championship. I don't want to play cold weather golf in July. And then the U S open, I don't want to play in because even though that's the most realistic, if I wanted to play golf and qualify for a tournament, that's the most realistic one I could do, but I don't want to play in first cut that's above my ankles. So U S opens out. Golf course in Kansas, though, that I want to play that I haven't, Prairie Dunes. Easy. If anybody on our boards is a member of Prairie Dunes and would like to have me as a guest, I will gladly pay the ridiculous guest fee <laughs> to play it at least once. I would think anyone, any place in Hawaii, I would just pick that. That's what you would want to play? Yeah. Well, I don't want to play. Oh. <laughs> I just want to ride around and drive the cart. Well, pretty much, I, I just want to tailgate the beer cart. <laughs> just be with the drink cart. Yeah, just, yeah, that should be your job. Just drink the drink cart, lady. But it's fits. Like we're gonna, we're some of us are thinking about uh, putting together a golf tournament for my nonprofit. Um, probably should start working on that. And they're like, "Well, Fitz, would you play?" I'm like, "No, I'm not going to play. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hole up on one green that is close to uh, the beer cart, drink cart." the bar inside the buildings I, I don't i don't know i don't go golf and i'll putt for everyone another course that i haven't played is another private course but i want to play flint hills national too down north of wichita and over i can't think of any public courses that i haven't played in kansas that are super accessible that i haven't played i really haven't played any courses in kansas city but 
I've played Colbert. I've played Firekeeper. I've played Sand Creek Station, like all of them. Those are generally considered the top three public courses in Kansas. So I don't really know what else that's in that similar realm publicly anyway that I haven't played. I'll go Colbert because that's the only one I know. Good, go. good for you. <laughs> Another question from A Wint twenty five is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, why this one again? Hey, like hey, <laughs> hey! It was he asked it or she, whoever A Wint twenty five is asked the question. I saw it there and I was like, you know what? It's the overtime. This is what the overtime was meant for. <laughs> it's close to the end. I put it in. It's not the last one. We'll bring. We'll have another question. That's pretty good. But I thought that we could use this argument just to settle it now, so we don't have to. Oh no, we never. So we don't have to. Although it seems like the last time we had this, Riley was on it. Perhaps. And I swear, I've. This sounds familiar, but go ahead. Well, is it a sandwich? A hot dog? Um, What do you guys think? Well, that's not how you do this, man. It's like we're picking the bracket. Um, I'm going to say no. It, like it's yes and no. Like it, how do you define a sandwich? Is it meat between two pieces of bread? Because yeah, it is. But if you cut it right, is it really between two pieces of bread? Is it just one piece? And is it encased? Is a corn dog a sandwich? Cause I'd say a corn dog isn't a sandwich, even though it is encased completely in cord bread, hmm. but the meat is not exposed on the outside. <laughs> got deep right there yeah. i had never thought of the, about the my god it's like yeah. the butterfly effect now we're into corn dogs being impossible sandwich and it is encased in a type of bread it's but it's completely oh. encased but a hot dog isn't completely encased it's exposed and you could say that even though the buns are connected <laughs> that it is a sandwich but i don't know i don't know the the bun is not normal enough for it to be a sandwich in my eyes. Well, see, I, well I, I, but if you cut the let's let's say you cut the bun in half and you put. Have you ever been to Jimmy John's and got a little John? No. Go get a little John. Okay. A little John. A little John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, go there. Get a little John and look at it and be like, you know what? I see what Zach means. This is a hot dog bun that has deli meat and lettuce and tomatoes on it. Because you could you could realistically put a, you know a solid like you know one of those good stadium frankfurters you know they're a little thicker <laughs> that are they're not just you know a regular Oscar Mayer wiener from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! When your powers combine, you are somehow even more stupid than the sum of your stupids. Thank you. Go on. Fitz just loves this topic. Who asked this again? A win. A twenty five. <laughs> okay. Uh... <sighs> I think the reason I hate this question so much is I'm so conflicted over this. It's conflicting. I, I, it's not a sandwich. It, to me, it's not a sandwich. A hot dog and a hot dog bun, that's not a sandwich experience. But when I was just at the store, the uh, high V, uh, the bread they do is fantastic. Their, their rolls and their, their hot dog buns are incredible. Oh. And they had wheat hot dog buns there. And so I've got uh, hot dogs, and uh, I thought, okay, this would be good. But the, yeah, see, you always run out of – you don't have enough hot dogs or enough buns. You never they, – they package them in the, intentionally. You don't, you don't ever get buns and hot dogs that are eight and eight? It doesn't work out that way. Somehow the wife comes along and says, hey, I'm going to have a chili dog and, and put it on a piece of bread, you know, like an open face. 
And like, well, now I got an extra bun. Anyhow, so I got these wheat rolls. They're essentially rolls that you cut in half to put a hot dog in. And the reason I got them was like, oh, I can have little sandwiches in those. But it's the same roll that isn't a sandwich with a hot dog in it, which is also meat as opposed to putting like a roast beef and cheese and pop it in the microwave to melt it and make it all yummy. But that's a sandwich. But the hot dog isn't a sandwich. Ilo's got half price burgers. Nice little plug there. I don't want to drive down to Aggieville. I have to get home through construction now. But have you had a Hilo burger before? Mm-hmm. They're unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's a pizza place that does burgers, and the burgers are incredible. It's not fair. It's not fair to any other restaurant. If they started doing pasta, it'd probably be good. I think they should serve curly fries instead of crinkle cut fries. They seem like a curly fry you place. You hate crinkle cut I fries. I hate them. More than, I can't say that, but um, you hate them. I do. I hate them. I take offense to that as a Raising Cane's, a former Raising Cane's employee. Raising Cane's sauce is trash too. So. Yeah, that's that. That is that's a factual right, it's statement. Nice knowing you guys. Yeah. That's a. It's been nice. It's got anchovies, anchovies in it. Yeah, anchovies. That's disgusting. I wouldn't know. They never told me it was in it. Yeah, Caesar dressing. It has Caesar Ugh. dressing in it, which has anchovies in it. <laughs> uh, it uh, hot dogs are not a sandwich. Is a hot dog a taco? What <laughs> shit? <laughs> I'd, rather, I can't do I'd rather call it a taco than a sandwich. How is it a taco? Because the bun is all one piece, like a soft taco. But if you put okay, if you put if you put the contents of a taco into a hot dog bun, is that a taco? Is it a taco? Tell me. You got no. Meat it's you can not. Put some cheese on there, and but when I was, you are required to have a tortilla, whether it is hard or soft. That is what makes a taco. However, when I was <clears throat> when I was counting my carbs and losing weight, which ended, I was buying the uh, low carb tomato, whatever the red tortillas, mm-hmm. and I would have hot dogs in them, which I didn't particularly enjoy. But <laughs> There's it my. was neither a sandwich or actually a hot dog at that point. It was a hot dog and a tortilla. Oh, my God. And now my chair squeaks. Oh. What? How did this happen? It's a brand new chair. WD-40. Oh, dang it. Oh, my God. It's not, a, it's not a sandwich. It's not. Even though I can eat a sandwich out of the same bun, it's not a sandwich. And you know why? Because I say so. End of topic. Forever. How dare you? How dare you say such a thing? That is insanity. And you don't put ketchup on your hot dog, Riley. That is blasphemous. Disgusting human being. That's okay. You can. (laughs) Weirdos. Do you put hot dog ketchup on your hot dogs? Uh Uh-uh. Gills is my favorite employee in this room. Awesome. I I don't put ketchup on anything. You know what? Dude and Daphne would eat a hot dog if it had ketchup on it. So they're my friends. Dude and Daphne would eat a (laughs) hot dog with poop on it. The dogs. That's kind of a poop on it. Okay, I'll still eat it. Ready for the last question yes. of the PowerCat pod yeah. or the, the overtime? Pardon yeah. me. Which former GPC podcast team member would you bring back for one final extra season of eligibility and why? Absolutely Rob Cassidy. Absolutely Rob Cassidy. And Wally's really good. Wally's very informative. <clears throat> but Rob would turn a show into chaos at a moment's notice. 
Rob, if I ever have my own radio show, you're going to be a regular guest on it for no reason other than the fact that you entertain me. And he works for the competition. Rob Cassidy, period, hands down. He's absolutely right. I'm thinking Wally. Because I think that was, the, really that was the last time I listened to the podcast was Brett, Wally, you. Yeah. And then yeah, you that's... put the chips in it, and I said, never again will I listen to an overtime podcast. I think we know how this podcast is ending. Don't you dare do it. So I grew so tired of putting in sound effects. I found <laughs> the sound effect of someone eating chips, and I just would put it in the background. <laughs> so it, it, it was so authentic that people were like, who's eating chips? It was literally a sound effect. It wasn't effect. authentic. It was, that's the thing. It wasn't. And we knew you were – it was <laughs> – <laughs> it was just over and over and over, and I was just like, I can't do this. But I enjoyed, uh, I, I enjoyed uh, when Wally would, you, you know, everyone would have a whatever the opinion was, and he'd put in the eh, or the ding. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's be honest here. Wally's the best at putting together the overtime. It, that was his thing. He's the one who came out. He, he was brilliant at it, and he's got this great dry sense humor. So he's so much better at it than me. But now he has a real job. Doesn't have time to do it. But God, he was good at putting together an overtime. Yeah. But Rob Cassidy's my answer. That's my final answer, Regis. Oh, he's not those anymore. He's I never passed away. Rob Cassidy and me never no. collided. We were exactly break mm-hmm. even, I guess. Would have been, yeah. Because even break because he came or Brett started the same time I did. Right, right. Brett replaced Rob, and Rob replaced Matt. And I didn't replace anybody except Spencer. Nobody could replace Spencer Keatsman. Speaking of replacing, I you've been bashing on Riley all too much today, Fitz. So I'll go Riley as my answer. Oh mm, no. no, 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 no! Sorry, Riley. Riley we know you, you listen. We know you listen, but no. it's Wally. We're bringing back. Well, Wally. I didn't really listen to the ones with Wally, so I don't feel like I have an opinion. You were twelve, so it's okay. You were 13. Yeah, good thing I didn't hear these curse words when I was 12 or 13. Yeah. Goodness, Fitz, dirty mouth. I bleeped them all out, I think. Oh. <laughs> we, should, I, we should have Riley on so you could bleep out all of his... Uh, you, were, you, you were explaining to me one of those podcasts where you bleeped out everything he was saying in a rant. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, he never cussed once, but it yeah. made it sound like yeah. he cussed yeah. like 10 times. Wasn't Julie pretty upset? Yeah, I think she was, yeah. Was, was, yeah. His mom. Yeah, she's always upset. That's it for the podcast. Go out uh, with your day, and I want everyone to enjoy a, a hot dog, which is not a sandwich. Don't have it with ketchup, and also has some chips. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.